This is the Basic Training Podcast, episode 16. Welcome, welcome back to the Basic Training Podcast, everybody. I am your host, Michael Bays, and guess what? I found out something amazingly special, and that is that all of the great podcasters out there, every single one of them, they got great by taking three years off in between shows. So you didn't know it, but you were actually living in some kind of an awesome time warp that I've invented uh, or was sucked into or whatever. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Actually, that's a complete lie. Um, I started a show three years ago, and I started it with the idea that I was going to, I don't know, revolutionize the fitness industry, and I know that's the most cliche saying that anybody could ever have. Um, but it just turned out, it was 15 episodes, and you can go back, uh, they're still on this feed, and this show's going to go directly after those, I mean, I'm not starting at episode one. I made these shows. This is episode 16. Um, but they never had enough direction for me. They really weren't, um, I mean, they were special. They they got some info out. It got you guys used to the way I think and, and what I do and how I operate. But by and large, it just, it really didn't have a direction. And it, I will say that one thing that I have learned in life if you're going to do something and you're going to do it really, really well, you need to have laser focus, like 100% dead on focus no matter what you do. And to get out there and to talk about stuff in our, in our industry, in the fitness industry, and to not have that really do anything other than just throw stuff against the wall and hope something stuck, it, it didn't work for me. And so after 15 short episodes, I decided to take a little hiatus and I haven't been, you know, not doing anything for the past three years. Um, I went back to school and that notion came back to me, I guess, more under the premise of was I doing the right thing? Um, was I committing myself in the health industry the way that I wanted to uh, or was I limited to doing that in the health industry, being a personal trainer. And it, what I ended up finding was I'm doing this job because I love it. And so because of that, I want to get back to some of the things that I loved doing. And the show was actually a really big part of that. But I'm going to come back to you guys this time with the idea that this show is going to be much more focused. It's going to have a lot more direction. And the subject matter that we're going to talk about. Now, granted, I'm going to rant. I'm going to talk about stuff that doesn't matter. I'm going to talk about anything I want to talk about because no matter what is happening, this is still my show. This is my podcast. And sometimes, no matter how laser focused anybody's going to be, a good rant is just necessary. So, but the focus of the show now, what I would like to have happen is I want to address a concern that I have found in my industry and it's a lack of knowledge but it's not a lack of knowledge on the client side 
uh, or just your, your general person who wants to work outside. It's not that. There is so much out there. You can go Google anything that you want to. You can search. You can ask Siri if that works for you. It probably won't. But you can get anything that you want to in the world on how to work out. Um, and in fact, if you look down at the next search result or whatever, you're going to find that you can also find the opposite way to work out. I can find data to back something up I want, or I can find data to completely trash something I don't like. Um, the knowledge is there. There's a ton of it, and there's more coming every single day in what we do. But the problem, again, as I said, does not lie with the client. The problem lies with the trainers. And it's not bad. They're not doing anything wrong. There's nothing negative about it. But what I'm seeing is, as a whole, on the industry, we are having a very difficult time in quality training. And I know that there are also tons of people out there that just try to point out trainers that don't do a good job. I get that. Um, it's actually 100% easier to tell somebody how bad somebody else is than it is to say, okay, I see something over there I don't like. It's not very good. And I want to do something about it. But I'm not going to fix it. Instead, I'm just going to talk about it. And I'm going to tell somebody, hey, look over there at that trainer. They're not doing a good job. That doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help the client they're working with. It doesn't help the industry. And it doesn't help that trainer get any better. And that's the problem. And I see a lot of that. In fact, I see so much of it that I had to come back on the air to start trying to make trainers better. Now, I'm not the best one in the world. Not by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, if you, anybody that knows me out there, they're, in fact, they're going to write back on the show the moment they hear this again, and they're going to talk about it. And I, I do some stuff that I'm sure you could look at me or catch me at the wrong time and say, that guy knows absolute squat. I can't believe he's doing what he's doing. Look at that person over there. Look at that client. They, they, the, the form is terrible. The workout scheme is awful. Um, he's not paying attention, yada, 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 you know, whatever. Everybody can find a time they can mess up. But the reality is I've been doing this full time, 8 to 12 hours a day, for honestly 15 years now. That's a very freaking long time. Um, it's such a freaking long time that if I'm not good at what I do now, then I have had hundreds, and I'm literally meaning hundreds of people lie to me and tell me that I'm not good at this job. I've worked with them. I've gotten results. I, I've had clients that, that didn't like me. They left, and we didn't get along. I, I've made some mistakes, but by and large, Knowing what to do to retain a client and to be a good trainer, to work full-time, is something I do very, very well. And I want to share that now. And now that's why I'm back on the air. I want to make trainers better by giving them my knowledge and trying to you know, put as much of a collective idea out there of, hey, we can do this job better and it's it's better for our people and it's better for us as trainers 
this is definitely not something where all I'm doing is recording a show for you guys so that I can say, hey, here's my method. Here's what I do. Please come do this stuff my way. I'm really not about that. I want you to learn what I do. Uh, I want to share that. Uh, I want to be putting videos up. I want to be putting uh, data up. I want to be taking a look at and, and writing my philosophy on why I'm doing something a certain way. Yes, that's what I want to do. But at the same time, I want you to be able to read my stuff and say, hey, well, he does that. Okay, well, I wonder what I could do to make something better. Um, you know, putting your ideas out there as trainers or aspiring trainers or whatever it may be, that this is not something that is just a right and wrong. Um, if you've heard me ever talk in person uh, or if you listen to any of the other podcasts, you know that my stance on exercise is that everything works Every single thing you choose to do, every program, every new diet, every new class that comes out, every new system for working out produces results. Now, it might not produce the results that you wanted. It might not produce the results uh, of somebody else who does the same thing. And it may not produce as good of results as some of the other programs. But bottom line, if you follow programs that are put out from beginning to end and do everything correct... All exercise works. It's just the name of the game. And with that, you really can't attack anything and say it's wrong. There's really nothing wrong uh, with any form of exercise that you can do. So the question is, if we have all these different methods, if we have CrossFit, if we have um, yoga, we have Zumba, we have work classes, we have spin, we have marathon running, we've got everything out there, and we have trainers that fit the different styles of what these things are, then the real question is, you know, where would a problem lie in a client hiring one of these trainers and getting a result? Because if every exercise program works, then when you hire somebody to teach you any exercise program, you should get results, right? I mean, it makes sense. Um, if I need to hire a plumber because my toilet doesn't work uh, and I need better results from my toilet, then I hire somebody and it should work and therefore it's fixed and now we don't have a major problem and that would be a major problem. Um, so I don't really understand why trainers would be any different when it comes to some of that. And I think the only real thing that we are missing maybe as an industry is better methods of teaching the people that want to do this job the right ways to interact with their clients. And I don't think it really has to do with the, the things that we're, it's, it's not the exercise programs we're teaching. It's how we're interacting with our clients the things that we're doing to either instill confidence in them or um, discourage them. Because it, I, I'll be the first to say, in my young years, and honestly, it, probably even now, I may do things that are discouraging to my people. And I know that because the results will stagger or a client will leave or they're not satisfied. It, you know, there's always something, there's a tell in there that's letting you know if you're doing the right thing or the wrong thing. And I think that's a valuable thing that we need to get out there as an industry is, okay, what are the right ways to do this? What are the things that are going to help people get better? And there are many, many, many very specific things you can do in order to make 
your training style better. Um, and that is what I think I can help provide to everybody. So uh, the Basic Training Podcast returns. And you get to hear my little spiel about every single thing I want to teach. And you get to visit the website and, you know, uh, peruse some of the articles and some of the different things, um, the videos that are up there and all the different things that we're hopefully going to be putting out here uh, as fast as I can create them. Um, even though that a lot of times this is a one man show, uh, occasionally it can be up to like a five or 10 man show, but nine times out of 10, it's this guy staring into a microphone or some kind of a handy cam or GoPro out there. Um, so really plan on bringing you guys some great stuff. And with all that being said, it would actually be probably a good idea to kind of, you know, practice this whole, uh, laser focus thing and bring you to the idea for the show tonight. And the point of the show tonight is to go ahead and help trainers kind of launch into what to do when you're faced with a holiday week. Uh, we are just coming off the 4th of July. Uh, it happened yesterday. Fireworks were fantastic, even though it was a complete downpour uh, where I was uh, about two minutes after the show was done. I mean, it's still a good thing. Um, but getting wet after fireworks is definitely not a fun thing. But anyway, getting into a holiday week with your clientele can be frustrating would be saying that very lightly. And the reason it's frustrating is because, you know, you're dealing with people that in their minds, they really want to work out. They want to be the most fit human being they've ever been in their entire life. However, they're lazy. They don't mean to be lazy. They just look at a holiday as a justification to completely disregard every kind of advice that you were going to give them. Um, diets go out the window. Uh, alcohol comes out in volumes. And, and please, I'm trying not to, you know, completely tell myself here. I did participate in this stuff myself. So, you know, what I tell you guys to do out there tonight will actually kind of apply to myself. It's some things that I'm doing to try to get myself back on track. And it can be a very good teaching tool for your clientele because they're going to come back into you today and say, okay, help fix me. Um, actually, you know what? They might not even try to come back in today. And that's really the first point of tonight is one of the biggest things that you need to do as a trainer is when you have a holiday week coming up, you have to understand that since their mindset is going to be focused more on the actual time off than the time on, you need to work extra hard to make sure you make up the sessions that you miss. It's very, very, very easy to get off track. It's easy for them, your client, to blow it off and say, you know what, uh, I'll come in later, my other sessions during the week, or you know what, let's just pick up next week fresh. You know, Monday we're going to start fresh. It's going to be fantastic. And the reality is we got five more days to go in this week, six more days to go in this week. Are you going to let your client take six days off just because they had one day where they went out and ate barbecue and drank beer and fell asleep in the sun? No. But as a trainer, it's easy to say, you know, I want to please my client. If they're not ready, I don't want to force them back into it. I don't want to do that. We're just going to give them some time and they'll come back in. If you choose to do that, you are not doing your job. You need to work extra hard to make sure you lay down, hey, I know we missed our normal session, but 
let's try this. Let's go in and I'll come in for a special time for you, but let's get you back on track. Let's get these results going. We've got to get you moving again. It may be difficult. You may be working a little bit extra, but you're going to be helping your client more than you know. And to be honest with you, that's the entire point of you doing what you do. You're there to help them. You're there to make them do something that they don't want to do. And to be honest, they're not going to come in if you're not there to help them through it. So, you know, suck it up a little bit. Get back to work. It will help put you back on track as a trainer as well to get back into your normal routine and your normal schedule. So that's the first tip tonight is get your clients back on a normal schedule. And the next thing is when you actually physically get them in to start training, what you're going to find is they have probably gotten to a point where they are very depressed because they're going to have a lot of acute weight gain. And they're going to have a lot of acute weight gain because they ate a crap ton of salt and other carbohydrates, alcohol, and everything else from one day out of the week. I mean, it's not uncommon to have upwards of a 3% gain in body weight. So, you know, on a 200-pound person, that's six pounds. It could be more. Um, could be a little bit less. But bottom line, anybody looking to get in and if they've started on a weight loss program, whether they are a brand new client or it's somebody that you've had for a long time, that can be extremely demoralizing. And what's worse is they may think they actually did an okay job. You know, hey, I ate a hamburger without the bun. I ate a hot dog without the bun. Uh, I only had a little bit of this. I only had one alcoholic beverage. You know, I really wasn't, quote unquote, that bad. I was, my favorite phrase in training, I was pretty good. And that's really what they think. They think they've done a good job. So they don't understand why one meal or one little thing they did could raise their body weight that much. And that is your teachable moment as a trainer. I wrote an article about this on the blog, so I've actually laid it out for you. But here in the show, I'll just kind of lay out the three points. Basically, your job is not necessary, necessarily, that's a very hard word apparently today, uh, your job is not to give them the science, really, behind what's happened. It's to associate them with something that happened. And the difference in that is I could launch into macronutrient ratios and, you know, well, you did this and this and you dehydrated yourself and all this, you know, it's science jargon. But bottom line, as you know, your people don't care about science. What they care about is why the frick they are up five, six, seven pounds by having one beer and half of a hamburger. So your job is to point out that nine times out of 10, the issue lies with salt. And I'm not talking like table salt. It's not that they salted their burger. It's not that they, you know, <laughs> had salt on the side of their glass with a tequila shot. It's not that. It's sodium nitrate. It is a compound that is injected into most foods today that are processed um, sometimes even when they're fresh because it helps to retain the longevity of the food. It prevents spoilage. It helps enhance flavor. It is, in the future, it's going to be one of the biggest issues we've got when it comes to diet and nutrition because, bottom line, that stuff is killing people. And the first, I mean, like the first indicator of that is if you have a little bit of it, you're up 3 4% in body weight. That should not be a real thing. Uh, the secondary one is that it causes massive heartburn. So anybody that goes out to eat and has this stuff and has been dieting for a little bit of time and they've actually done okay, 
it gets so much worse. It's not a good thing. It's, I mean, anyway, I'm going to go on a rant with that if I continue. But the bottom line is your job is to educate them about sodium nitrate. Because once they make that connection, that it's the sodium that's coming into the body that's causing acute weight gain, you can then actually do what the entire purpose is, is to actually give them a way to undo that. Because you know, we're about teaching our clients what to do and how to control, you know, if, if A happens, then do B, and it'll get you a C result over here. It's, it, it's about the simplicity of having a problem, giving a client a solution, and watching them take control and change their bodies. So, uh, so instead of just saying, hey, here's what you need to do, I'm going to give you three very easy things. Try them out with your people. I promise you, you are going to have a lot of success. The first one is asparagus. It's a very, it's a tasty vegetable. It contains an ammonia-like substance that forces the body to enhance its filtering techniques, and that is why your pee stinks. Okay, that's part of it. So that's how you know it's working. Tell them to eat some asparagus before they go to sleep, and I promise you, whatever weight was on that day will disappear almost instantaneously, at least within 24 hours. Uh, the second thing is to have your client go ahead and squeeze some lemons or lemon juice into their water supply for the day because that's going to work two ways. One, lemons are a natural diuretic, adds a little bit of flavor to the water, and that's what's going to help them drink more water during the day because if they will rehydrate themselves and they will overhydrate to a degree, you're going to force the body to continue to filter out all the salt and all of a sudden that massive weight gain goes away instantly. The third and final way has to do with actually making your client do some cardio. And not only do cardio, but do cardiovascular work outside. One of the best things that they will be able to do is overheat their body to force all those electrolytes to get spent and vacate the body via sweat. The best sodium reduction method, the most um, active sodium reduction method, has to do with going outside, go for a run, go for a walk, go for a hike. Spending an hour or so outside, getting all that sweat to run off, I guarantee you if they would go outside and sweat and then come back in, and let it all dry, they're going to be covered head to toe in nothing but this nasty white cakey salt. And that's every piece of sodium they ate yesterday. And within a day and a half, as a trainer, you are now a hero. And you've shown them a very, very repeatable method to go from point A, which is 1% to 3% weight gain, to point B, either right where they were or below where they were. And at the same time, you have empowered your client to actually go and do that stuff themselves. And that's what we're all about. Because no matter what we do, the idea is I want to retain my client. I want to empower them. I want to show them the best results possible. And the best way I can do that is to actually deliver them results. So anyway, that's it, ladies and gentlemen, uh, or my one listener it's probably my mom out there um she always listens to the podcast at least one time <laughs> but uh, hopefully by the end of this episode uh, i might even have you know two listeners maybe three but that may be overshooting it but anyway that is the show for tonight guys um like i said visit the website you can catch this at www.basic-training.com um i'm also going to go ahead and convert over michaelbays.com 
as well. That way, if you go to either of those, you can hit this site directly. Um, you can check me out on Facebook. You can check me out Instagram, uh, at Michael Bays. Uh, I don't post a whole lot of stuff, but, uh, like I said, that should be changing here shortly. Um, as I begin to get more educational tools out there for you guys, so I can actually, uh, show you what I'm talking about, um, as opposed to just you hearing it or you reading it. So, uh, you can also on the website, you can, uh, drop me an email. Um, you can take a look at some of the other articles I've written, uh, or some of the other stuff, um, or, you know, whatever you guys like. So, but until next time, my name is Michael Bays. This is Basic Training, and good night.